this together earlier. Let but get, I think the timing, like, you know. Let me get Brian a little bit. Sorry, Brian, you tell Need to hear about my my weekend? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> let's see, what did I do this weekend? Um, played some basketball with Joey. Audrey is a Audrey. <laughs> Made her a quesadilla yesterday. She took one bite and looked at it and was like, no, I'm not hungry. Okay. And then two hours later, she would have eaten the kitchen sink. How old are they now? Joey is nine. He's huge. And Audrey is I've just turned five. So, five and yeah, fabulous. many moons since you Sa were over babysitting. Yeah. Sa sassy little nugget, that one. That is so She wild. owns the crap out of me. It's horrible. Oh, it's hilarious. It's really so bad. Cute. It's really bad, bro. Mm -hmm. So... Mm -hmm. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the My College Story podcast. I am Miranda Davis. And I'm Brian Motto. And we're here with another lovely, newly engaged alum. Welcome. Welcome, Farrell Clyde. Clyde. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks and for having me. Newly, like within the last like 48 hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's I mean, awesome. not when this episode comes out, but while we're well, yeah. recording. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Well, podcast magic there. But um, so Feral, tell us about Feral. <laughs> so, okay. Feral was, I think, a sophomore when I arrived mm -hmm. I at All so. Saints. Mm -hmm. And so I got three years with her, Alpha mm -hmm. Omega. Yes. Long family history at All Saints. Yes. Am I correct? Yes. Grandfather has played an integral role in eh, pretty much the entire life of our school, correct? Was he the first headmaster? Something like that. I should have studied up on this before I you came here. You should know this he, all the time. Basically, I he was the, um, was the head right? pastor at Christ Episcopal, yeah. and I think All Saints kind of came out of that. So, Wait, so he was working at the church when the school was started. Yes, and right. I think maybe he was the headmaster. And then, like my grandmother, she was a teacher when they first started yeah. and stuff like that. So, yep. So the Agnews, Clydes, you guys mm -hmm. have a lot of history here. Yes. Yes. So, and one of the, the, the fun things I remember about Farrell and what you passed down to your sister is mm -hmm. on Lord. dress up days, mm. yeah. there was never anybody better nope. than Farrell. <laughs> we all knew that the Clyde we, girls go hard. Oh, they go all out. And so some of your great attire, uh, is just things of legend. Oh yeah. Like, I remember, I wasn't even in college advising, but I remember <laughs> the ugly Christmas sweater. You oh, were lights a, up. Yeah. a, uh, Christmas mantle, like you yes. had stockings on your arms. You know, I still pull that out every Christmas. As you should. Well done. That's one of those things you keep. Yes. Well done. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you did a lot here. You were mm -hmm. you were a leader. You were an athlete. You were in multiple clubs. I mean, you were a, you did you did it all, <laughs> and you were a great student. So thank you. So excited to see you again, and yes. excited to hear about all the fun stuff that's been going on in your world. Oh yeah, yeah. So Farrell, we're talking to Farrell. I said your name like Farrell. That's okay. Whatever. Lauren Farrell, Clyde. <laughs> um, so we wanted to talk to you because you kind of had an interesting start to your college story, mm -hmm. but then you've also started your very own business yes. while you were in college. Yes. And so we'll get more into that. But so, okay, let's, you, this is a while ago. Mm -hmm. So thinking back to when you were starting your college admissions journey, what were you, what were you looking for in a school if you knew? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, did you have any of those non-negotiable aspects that you were looking for? You know, I'm a very indecisive person. <laughs> so I, 
I remember when we, it was our junior year when we did the big tour of Texas colleges. Mm-hmm. And um, the first school we went to was Southwestern. It's a tiny, tiny school. It was the first one on our list. And I remember really liking it. And I was kind of surprised because just growing up at All Saints, the same people, the, t- the small community, part of me, I think, thought, oh, I've, I've been within a small community for so long. I'll be so ready to get out of it. But I remember loving Southwestern. And it was like after we got out of that tour, everyone else was like, oh, my gosh, this is so tiny, you know. And I was like, <laughs> oh, maybe I shouldn't like it. I think I definitely <laughs> succumbed to peer pressure with that one. Um, but then at the same time, you know, we visited UT and OU and – Baylor? TCU SMU. TCU SMU, yes. And I remember loving those that were big campuses. And so um, (laughs) I don't know if I necessarily had non-negotiables. I do remember um, wanting to be close to home. I'm definitely a homebody. Um, And just wanting a place where I could be involved in the way that I was at All Saints, um, which I think could have been possible at a big school or a small school, just Mm -hmm. depending on how you do it. So Um, I guess those two things were, you know, being close to home and having the ability to get involved were kind of two things for sure. Yeah. So So I'm kind of loving reliving this because I'm thinking back to your college list and I didn't look at it specifically, but Mm -hmm. I do remember a couple of the schools on there. And so, um, again, Farrell was a great student all around and and everything she did. And she applied to, I think it was eight or nine schools Mm -hmm. and she had a horrible just a horrible acceptance rate of a hundred percent. None of the schools wanted her. So um, she, she had all eight to choose from or nine. Mm -hmm. Again, I don't remember. It was one of those, but I do remember you coming in my office one day thinking and saying, I never thought I'd get into all of them. And so that actually threw you for a loop when you were going through it, because you didn't think you were going to be able to consider all of them. No. I mean, my plan was let me apply, apply to a lot that I do like and maybe half of them won't accept mm-hmm. me. And then that will help me make my decision. You know, they'll they'll narrow it down for me. And it totally didn't happen. So <laughs> indecisive person, person's night. Yes. Fair. Yes. So. Um, and yeah. you were all over the map because mm-hmm. you were at UT. Mm-hmm. You were at Sewanee, mm-hmm. right? Which, you know, wow. a small liberal arts school yes. in in Tennessee. Again, family history. Your mm-hmm. grandfather graduated from there. Yes. Um, but but that's what drew you there, the smallness, the, mm-hmm. the locate. You liked the location, even though it wasn't necessarily that close to home. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you had all these extremes. Yes, I did. And, um, you know, and it really even... I know I said that I wanted to be close to home and, you know, the school that I ended up starting at was Ole Miss, the farthest one away, um, which I did have some family connections there. Um, But, I mean, I applied to St. Edwards. I liked, you know, being in the big city of Austin but having this small school. school. Um, I applied to UT because I did like it, and that was a shock to get into. It was kind of one of those things, maybe I'll apply and see if I get in and – that'll be really cool. And then I didn't even end up going there. And so, yeah, I, I was all over the place. And so you decided on Ole Miss. Yes. How did you get to that decision? So I remember the spring of my senior year. Um, I had some friends here in Tyler that 
had already decided to go there, some that were a year ahead of us and were already there. And we were all friends. And so, and my mom went there and I've got a lot of family in Mississippi. So it was almost one of those places that it was like, okay, I know that this place is eight hours from home, but there are some elements that could help it, you know, feel feel like home. home. Yeah. And um, it was probably one of the places that I had visited the most just because we went to a few football games there growing up. And um, then we would go and visit the students that were ahead of us and get a real experience Mm -hmm. of what it was like. And Oxford is a really cute little town. So I was like, okay, big school in a small town. I think this might be a combo that works for me. Um, And yeah, and and having the friends there, that was like something very comforting to me Mm because I'm an introvert. And really growing up, I never had many, I was never faced with many opportunities where I had to make friends on my own. Um, growing up here, mm-hmm. I, I had the same friends from 4K to senior year. And I did play club volleyball, which was, you know, an opportunity to make new friends. And I did, but I really didn't have much experience with it. So that was kind of a an added little thing of comfort. <laughs> okay, so... So knowing, so you went to Ole Miss for mm-hmm. a semester. Mm-hmm. So did you ever feel, like, was there still that little, were you 100% feel comfortable, like, confident in your decision to go to Ole Miss? Was it, or was there just a little something in the back of your mind that, like, mm, maybe I should have gone to UT mm-hmm. or whatever? The I would say the hesitation didn't really set in until the summer. Yeah. Um, my junior year of high school, I got really involved with the youth group at my church and really started to have a relationship with God on my own. It wasn't something that my parents were, you know, hey, let's all go to church. It was, I want to go to church. I want to do this. And um, we had gone to a summer camp. I kind of had grown apart from those friends that I had. And we went to a summer camp and um, I just had this very strong feeling, you know, that God was like, hey, um, you haven't really been living your life that glorified me. And what, why are the reasons that you're going to Ole Miss? Are you going to be able to glorify me there? And um, I just, I wasn't setting myself up to be able to give the glory to God. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it started to set in with me that I was going far from home. And really, I would say in my whole college uh, application process, I never really took into account that going to school in Tyler was an option, mm-hmm. you know, where I could be close to my family um, until probably like two weeks before I was supposed to move in <laughs> at Ole Miss. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, like I came home from this camp and I remember telling my parents, hey, I don't want to go to Ole Miss anymore. And they were like, what? Are you kidding me? And and, and I was like, I'd, li- I'd like to stay here. I, I had met with a mentor, and we had, like, just realized that it would be okay. And we worked out kind of some things. So I presented my parents with this, and they're like, you've made a commitment to go to Ole Miss. You have a roommate. We think you need to see this through and at least try it because if you don't, you'll never know. And so um, tried it, <laughs> went there, and – Got involved. I um, played on the club volleyball team there, which was a lot of fun. Nice. We got to travel to different schools and joined a sorority and um, was active in campus crusades and stuff like that. But um, it was, 
I learned a lot about myself, good and bad, in that time. Um, It was definitely a period of growth, but at the end of the day, I was not happy there. And, um, yeah. You did stick out first semester. Yes, I stayed there first semester. Um, It was a very difficult semester. And really, one interesting thing about the way Ole Miss does things is their rush isn't until October of the semester and really being a part of the sorority was one of my favorite things and I think that if it was at the beginning of the semester Mm -hmm. I would I would have had this stronger feeling that I could make it work um but I just had a, a lot of troubles with depression and I was very isolated while I was there while I was involved I was still kind of isolated um I was a part of the honors college, so I I had a lot of free time to do all my homework. I made really I made the best grades there <laughs> than anywhere else, um, which was good. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, it was I realized that I wasn't happy and something needed to change. No. Mm-hmm. So okay, so Ole Miss didn't mm-hmm. work out. Come back to UT Tyler. Yes. Um, because, spoiler, there's a college in Tyler. Yes. Right? A Surprise. Good, yeah, a great a good college. college. I, I've always said since I've been here, I mean, I think people just overlook it, like you said, bro, mm-hmm. because it's in Tyler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. N- nothing else about the school mm-hmm. except its location. It's yeah. in Tyler. And yeah. so it's, it is. It's often overlooked, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate, but a reality. Yeah. But more and more students are going to UT mm-hmm. Tyler each mm-hmm. year. So it's great. Good um, but so, okay, so how was the transition from Ole Miss back home to Tyler and to UT? You know, me not wanting to be at Ole Miss caused a lot of friction between me and my parents. I have always thought of my parents as friends. De- they definitely had authority over me, but I mean. Y'all, had, y'all have a really good close relationship. Yeah, I yeah. mean, like, always told them everything. I mean, I still kind of do. And <laughs> so it was this this thing where it was like, oh my gosh, we're not agreeing on this. What, what do I do? What? Yeah. So, um, and really I'm, I made the decision to come home really the whole time. They were like, it's your decision. We think you should stay, but we're going to love you no matter what you choose. And we're going to support you. And so when I made the decision, I was at another, um, like Christian conference and God just kept bringing up Jeremiah 29 11, like for I know the plans I have for you plan, plan, plans for a good and prosperous future mm-hmm. and I mean it came up in three distinct um, instances that were totally out of the blue and I was like okay if if I make this change it's going to be okay and God has a plan for me and so um, I remember we I think we made I said outright you know, I'm not going back. I think that we had met with you a few times, Mr. Motto, to see what all that would look like. And I made the decision. And um, that Thursday, we drove to Ole Miss and packed up my dorm, called, you know, my friends, my roommates, and told them. And I was enrolled in UT Tyler by Friday and started classes on Monday. Ooh. So yeah. it Full was... throttle. Yes. It was a very quick, um, quick transition, but... I'd, I'll also say, um, like, I remember calling my youth pastor and telling him, you know, hey, I know that, you know, I've been struggling with this for a while, but I've made a decision. I'm going to stay here. And he was like, that's really interesting you say that. Um, one of our youth interns just, like, resigned. So there's an open position if you'd like to come on with this. And um, that was kind of an, an, a sign of, hey, you know, there are things here for you. And um 
you know, that it's not just going to be, oh, I'm just going to live at home and go to school and not do anything else, that there are ways that I can be involved in Tyler um, that, you know, I didn't realize. Mm -hmm. So, um, and yeah, I started taking classes, was working up at my church, really kind of lived up there. All my friends were there and um, started like babysitting and house sitting. And I worked for my dad. I did payroll at his office, which was good. It got me kind of interested in like the accounting side of business and mm. nope. Yeah. So yeah. Not on that. You have somebody else in your family I to do, do the accounting. Yeah. 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 She's a little more hardcore than Farrell is. <laughs> She's got that CPA license. Yeah. Oh man. But it was a seamless transition, I would say. Good. I mean things just really fell into place. So it was nice. I remember you I remember talking to you guys and everything mm. was it was well thought out. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just a rash decision that you just one day decided I'm, I'm out on Ole Miss and I'm coming back. I yeah. mean, you, you did, you did your due diligence and you thought it all through. Um, so, yeah. And ultimately I think that if I had stayed at Ole Miss, I would have been okay. I think that, you know, things I would have made a lot more friends, you know, just really like made roots there. Um, but my dad always says a plan is only as good as its ability to be modified. And so there was a, there that plan of going to Ole Miss, while it wasn't, I'm going to go to the same school for four years, I'm going to graduate from this school, there was, it had the ability to be modified. And we did. And that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. so. Change is okay. Mm-hmm. It is. And that was hard for me to learn <laughs> and just be okay with. Plan B. Plan mm-hmm. B. We say, so since you've been gone for a one of the things we've started to say to the students a lot of times, not a lot of times, but, but often is life is how you handle plan B because mm-hmm. plan A doesn't always work out. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's kind of, you know, plan A being modified Definitely. and that's okay. Definitely. So, so you started this job at Marvin yes. and Marvin, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Um, but you also in the middle of that started your own business yes lauren farrell designs yes shout out <laughs> shout out to lauren farrell designs follow her on instagram um so tell us how that started and where that really came about yeah so um my mom and i have always loved making jewelry mm-hmm. and i love doing things with my hands like i was in 3d art all throughout high school and did a little bit of 2d art too but um we've always made jewelry and my senior year of high school, I started working at Colin Company, and um, I needed to look nice for work. And so basically, <laughs> I would lay out my outfit and make a necklace or earrings to match it. And eventually, people would start coming in the store, and they're like, hey, that is so cute. Can I get one of the? Like, do you sell that? Did Where'd you get it? And I'll tell them, oh, I made it. Yeah, I can make you one. And so that was kind of how the business started. And that summer after I graduated, really, was when it started. Um And I had the opportunity to go on a mission trip to Haiti that summer and um, totally fell in love with the people there, what God was doing, and knew that I wanted to come back. And it turned out that I had sold enough jewelry to fund my return trip the next summer. And so I was like, I can put these together and um, make it work. And so that was kind of when I started the business Um, and really continued that and it, it especially became easier to run that business when I came back to Tyler um, just because I was at home and had more supplies to do it I did it a little bit at Ole Miss um, but uh, but yeah just kind of 
started looking at different little events where I could set up a table and sell my jewelry and stuff. And it just kind of went on from there. And it's been five years now, which is so crazy. And that that is crazy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like it's been that long. No, honestly, it doesn't. I mean, it's been five years since I graduated from here, which is so weird too. Both you're, of them. You're it's old. Weird. I know it makes me feel old. It does. <laughs> it does. You're not old. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. So, but what were some of, so as a college student, you're starting mm-hmm. your business, which I feel like every teenager at this one's like, I'm going to start a business. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make lots of money. So what were the challenging parts of starting your own business as a college student? Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things was having the time maybe to travel and go do an event. Mm-hmm. Um, when I started at UT Tyler, I took all in-person classes. And so my schedule wasn't super flexible. Um, but as I kind of progressed, I realized that I could take online classes and that would give me a very flexible schedule. Um, I do a lot of stuff in Dallas and um, have since kind of traveled more within the Southeast, but um, that definitely gave me the flexibility to um, go meet with suppliers and, and travel to different events where in school wasn't um, a factor. I was able to get it done beforehand or that kind of thing, which was really nice. So um, yeah, that was probably one of the biggest things was just kind of getting the classes away from in-person into online that gave me that added flexibility. Yeah. Um, Some sacrifices had to be made. Yes, yes. And and with that, I mean, I didn't have really a connection with what was going on on campus. So I, mm-hmm. I didn't really, I wasn't necessarily involved in UT Tyler, um, but I was maybe just more involved with things in Tyler itself, not mm-hmm. necessarily through the school. But I had lots of friends that were at UT Tyler. So, I mean, if something was going on, I kind of knew about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't necessarily have that traditional like college life experience yeah. with with that so I can relate to that mm-hmm. <laughs> that's definitely that's awesome so what were so how did you grow your business so quickly because I feel like it was one of those things that you were just word of mouth and mm-hmm. then it's boomed into this you go to shows all the time I mean like you're gone three or four days in a row at a show mm-hmm. in Louisiana or Dallas or Arkansas or whatever mm-hmm. and you're like you have a van now yes she's fancy have you seen the van I have not seen I the got van. a van I, my sister texted me there she's like she took a picture she's like look Farrell has a van I was like Farrell's fancy <laughs> yeah so I think it was like in 2018 I think was when I did my first event and Mm -hmm. um it was kind of something almost addicting just and and I loved I love getting to meet the customers the people that are buying my jewelry and um God showed me that whether my business is funding trips overseas or I'm literally just getting to meet people that it's all our mission field and it was all um a way that I could share about his name. And, um, so I signed up for the first one and did it. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I have to find more of these. And so like, (laughs) I would be up late at night just trying to find, it's hard to find events. I'm much better at it now, but like, what kind of events are you talking about? So like, it could be, um, like a flea market that they allow vendors to come to. You set up like a tent and some tables and do that or farmer's markets. Uh Um, I do a lot of junior league shows. So Mm -hmm. like in Tyler, they have mistletoe and magic. There are junior leagues all across the country. And so that has kind of been a good one and kind of an easy one. Like once you get one down, they're all kind of the same. Um, 
And then last year I started doing wholesale. And so um, would go to like the World Trade Center, Dallas Market Center in Dallas and set up a booth and work with retailers to sell to their stores. Um, wow. Which, yeah, is fun. That's legit. Yes. And like now, like then I was just would rent a temporary booth. Um, but now I have my stuff in a showroom. I have a little over 20 sales reps that are across from Texas to the East Coast that um, she's so, so fancy. Yes, so big that time. Sell my jewelry and meet with their customers and stuff. So, um, That's so cool. Yes. Because you're the only one making the jewelry, right? Right. right. I, I have a couple of girls that will help me when things get really busy, but I'm the maker, I'm the accountant, I'm the social media advertiser, you know, the marketing uh-huh. and all of it. I wear all the hats. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Because mm-hmm. you, okay, so you graduated from UT Tyler last? In tw- uh, December of 2019. 2019, mm-hmm. with a degree in? Finance. Woo! Yes. Finance. So, yes. That's awesome. So mm-hmm. you do your jewelry business full-time? hmm Yes. So kind of, I don't really know how necessarily. I think any time that I could take classes, whether it was in the winter break, summer, I was taking classes because Mm -hmm. I had this business and I was like, I want to do this full time. And school is kind of in my way. (laughs) So (laughs) I was like, the faster that I can get done with this, the sooner I will be able to run this business. And I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily loved school. Um, And even the degree that I chose, I wasn't in love with it. And it was kind of just one of those things where I was interested in business-related things and finance was something that I could do. And so I was like, this will work for me for now. So I'm and sure it's been helpful at this point. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I graduated like a semester early, I think, which was nice because it kind of gave me a little bit of a jump start on doing this thing full time. And then COVID hit and things slowed down. Then things got real interesting. Yes. But I think... <laughs> It, it humbled me. I think when I was like, oh, I graduated college and now I own a business. And I think COVID kind of humbled me and I really appreciate my business more <laughs> and everything, being able to travel for it and stuff. So, you know, there's a learning experience and everything. So <laughs> I'm so impressed. So impressed. I mean, I knew kind of the, I guess maybe the bones of the story ish mm-hmm. but just hearing it now it's just it's incredible mm-hmm. not surprising but mm-hmm. love love hearing it thank you That's awesome so have you employed your mom yet oh she works all my shows with me we travel all over the place and really i in 2019 i moved to haiti to work there That's and right i forgot about mm-hmm. that i did an internship with mission of hope in haiti i was supposed to be there for four months and um ended up kind of having to evacuate basically mm-hmm. as y'all probably seen in the news recently mm-hmm. they have a lot of political unrest um and so ended up moving to the Dominican Republic and stayed there for four more months and um so my this mom for, supposed to be for a year right it, it was a four-month internship <gasps> it, it was supposed to be in Haiti mm-hmm. and then um I was like I love this I think I need to do this for longer, like four months isn't going to be enough. And so I ended up um, going on as like a summer staff in the Dominican Republic. And so I was doing 
retail training and business development with nice. locals teaching them how to work with a North American customer because it was in a really touristy area and what that That's was cool. like. And um, yeah, it, w- it was awesome. But my mom ran my business for me while yeah. I was gone because, you know, <laughs> she knows how to make everything and stuff yeah. like that. But the way that I did all my classes, it gave me the freedom to take a semester off and not have to worry about school, which was like another total God thing. Cause I was like, I really want to do this, but if it means I have to stay in school longer, I don't know if I can. <laughs> and ended up meeting with an advisor and she was like, you only have a semester left after the, after where you are right now. So if you want to take a semester off, that would be fine. And you'd still graduate on time and everything well, like that. And you so. obviously got great experience for what you're doing now there as well. Yes. Which is crazy. I didn't know that part. I mean, mm-hmm. Slade had told us, like, we knew you were there and we talked mm-hmm. to Slade about it and she'd it. She's like, oh yeah, now she's living in the Dominican Republic. We're like, oh, okay. Yeah. But we didn't, I didn't know like exactly what you were doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also. It was so interesting because Spanish was a big thing that I was involved in here at All Saints. Like, I think I took six years of it. Like, <laughs> Senora Ferguson had to start kind of making up classes for me, I think. <laughs> and so um, after I went to Haiti, though, I was kind of like, oh, they speak Creole here. I don't really need my Spanish anymore. So I just kind of dropped it. Like, I took a class while I was at Ole Miss. And I think I, I had enough knowledge at that point where I could make by you know, speaking Spanish in a Spanish-speaking country, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but so through the random turn of events, we ended up in the Dominican Republic where they speak Spanish. And I hadn't used any of my Spanish knowledge in like three years. And we get there and we're like setting up this new campus and no one knows how to speak Spanish. So I became a translator. <laughs> wow. So did it like come back in like naturally or did you have to like – some did. When when I found out that we were going to the Dominican Republic, I went and got a Spanish-English dictionary there so that go. I would have it. Um, but I mean, like a lot of the translating that I was doing was with construction workers, plumbers, kitchen staff. So it was really a whole vocabulary that I had never learned or nice. used. Um, so there was a lot to learn, but really a lot of the um, Dominicans, they were just so excited that I was trying. <laughs> that They were like, okay, yeah, I think I know what you're saying. And um, through... As time, as I was there longer, it definitely became something more comfortable, mm-hmm. and it ended up that some of like the staff that we had working there didn't speak any English. So doing that retail training and business development, I had to lead trainings entirely in Spanish, which I'm sure was a little bit broken, but they under they learned and then, yeah they got it, That's which awesome. was really cool. That's crazy. And, Shout out to Miss Ferguson. Right? Yes, but it just goes back like God prepares us for these things. He gives us like these desires and these talents that you might think that you're done with, but then yeah. somehow you end up living in the Dominican Republic and you've got to speak Spanish. <laughs> six years from Spanish in high school. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So you've done all these amazing things. You've gone to two different schools. You've graduated early. You've started your own business. Mm-hmm. What's next? So now that the world is opening back up, I feel like I'm actually able to run my business full time. Yeah. I mean, like... I'm traveling a lot and have a lot of stuff on the calendar, which is exciting to me. I mean, last year was hard just not being able to go and do. Um, And so I don't I don't know what's next. I mean, I think just running Lauren Farrell Designs full time in a somewhat normal world is something that I'm really looking forward to and just seeing how it can grow. Um, 
into something that can support me, support my family, mm-hmm. and and um, I mean, you have yeah. a van. You yes. may have a storefront. I've got a van. Yeah, I would. Know. That would be so fun. I would love that. So, yeah, that'd be cool. Yes, that'd be so cool. <laughs> storefront here in Tyler. Yeah. Somewhere on the square. Fun. I was That's gonna. I was do. just gonna oh, ask where would you put it. On the square. I love downtown Tyler. Yeah. Next to Don Juan's. Yeah. Ooh, then I can yes. get there all the time. Right. Heck yeah. <laughs> That's where. It, I'm, not, I'm. We're gonna figure this out, Farrell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I have any yeah. input on that. <laughs> um, okay. So now we're to the words of wisdom. Mm-hmm. So we do this little segment where we do words of wisdom from our alum to mm-hmm. our current students. Mm-hmm. So. Thinking back, what is one thing that you would go back and change about your college story? You know, I've always felt like if I went and did anything differently, I wouldn't be where I am today. Mm -hmm. And I've learned so much. Um, But I think if I had to choose one thing, I would pick a degree that I was actually really interested in. I enjoyed learning about finance, but it's not something I'm passionate about. I wish that I would have done something maybe design or art related mm-hmm. or even something Spanish related. Yeah. Um, those are things that I'm really passionate about. But I think at the time, finance just seemed like something more reasonable, maybe. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of, there's still time to go and learn yeah. those things and study them. But um, I think if I could go back, that would be something I'd change. For sure. Nice. So thinking to the students who are getting ready to start their college story, mm-hmm. whether that be freshmen, incoming freshmen mm-hmm. at All Saints or seniors getting ready to do their applications, mm-hmm. what, uh, what are some pieces of advice that you might offer to them? I would say like they probably already have people, even if they're a freshman, people are asking them like where they want to go to school or what do you want to study? And I think it is more than okay to not have an answer for that question. I know that with college applications, you know, a lot of times you have to apply to a certain school and put what major you want to study. But like overall, the biggest thing that I've learned over the past five years is it is okay to change your mind. Mm -hmm. So you know, don't feel like if, if someone asks you that question and you tell them something that you have to stick with that and like yeah. see it through because you might take some random class that you find you really like and it might totally change things or you might find this passion to start a business and it might totally change <laughs> things for you. But it, it is OK to change your mind. Like it's not the end of the world. No one's going to judge you for that. And, you know, if, if some people seem upset or you know, don't like the, the decision you made, it will be okay. Yeah, it will. We have added a bunch of new classes since you've been here. And really? I, some of your interests really would have been enhanced mm-hmm. by some of those classes. Mm-hmm. I hate that you were, you, you missed out on that, but we have an entrepreneurship class. Uh-huh. You would have been able to do all the marketing and, and all the stuff. We have a fabrication class. You've oh, been able to build you your own stuff. Like, like a lot of that stuff would have been tailor-made for you. I yeah. hate that you missed it. but Yeah. I think you would have liked my class, too. Just saying. What's your class? Just, Integrated media. Oh. Copper Roof Media. Oh, it does. Sorry. Sorry. Some people that. only know it by Copper Roof. It's yeah. It, it, yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why we just don't call the class Copper, Copper Roof. Copper Roof Media. Mm-hmm. Why we should. Yeah. But, yeah. 
I think, yeah, I get, ooh, Farrell would have rocked. She would have loved it. Yeah, <laughs> you would have rocked some of these classes. If you want to come back and take them, it's fine. I'm sure Mr. Just come Bob back and teach. You can, like, in a, you can run your business and teach. Ooh, you can come talk to my class. You want to okay. do that? Sure. Done. <laughs> you just tell me when. Free jewelry samples? Just kidding. You do not have to do that. We can work something out. <laughs> I like this. Benefits for Miss Davis and Farrell. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for being here, Farrell. We mm-hmm. really appreciate it. We know you're super busy with your business, and we're so glad you could carve some time out for us. Oh, my gosh. Of course. So fun to talk to you. Just <laughs> to see you so happy and enjoying yeah. everything that's going on. And again, congratulations on the big news this past weekend. Thank yeah. you. Getting married. Thank Woo-hoo. you. You've been playing with that ring quite a bit throughout uh-huh. the throughout I'm, our I'm time I'm still getting here. used to it. Yeah. I feel like it's one of those things that she's like, oh, it's there. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, where did that come from? that's awesome all right well thanks again Farrell, for being here we appreciate it Mm -hmm. thanks for having me all right everyone be sure to subscribe to our channel so you get all of our notifications each thursday follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at ascs college and thanks for listening to another lovely alum episode of my college story 